Hey everyone, welcome back to One Shot at a Time, a tabletop role-playing game podcast. I'm your forever game master, Daniel Locke. And I'm joined by... I'm having internet issues, Daniel Lee. Ah, uh, yes. Internet issues, Daniel Lee. Welcome back to the podcast for the second episode in a row. No sore throat, wow. no Florida. Okay. Is that a record for us? I... No. I don't think I've ever done more than two episodes. That's true. At once. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Mind-blowing. Who's the other guy on this podcast? That's crazy. Yeah, Josh Greenroad. Greenway? Whoa. Wait, which one's real? I don't know. Do you actually not know? Uh, (laughs) hold on. So, Way, Greenway is the one that sounds more like a fantasy name to me. Okay. But that's the real one, right? Yes. And that's, yeah, okay. So that's that's what fucks me up. Yeah, yeah, we keep doxing him on this podcast for some reason. Is it's like, the real name is the one that is least likely for a person to have. Yes. Okay, so what's my real name? Your name is Daniel. Um, it's really hard to riff off of something that's just one syllable. <laughs> Daniel Key. Key. Daniel Key. Yeah. Okay, the opposite of a lock. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm the key to my lock. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you could say yeah. Maybe like your Tara is the key to your lock. Oh, is that's that cute? No, she's my vaguely to my sexual lock. enough to be. No. Okay. Oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, Although we keep doxing him, Josh Greenway does run a podcast called Crash Course DM. I'm right. on it as a player. Definitely come check it out. I think Daniel might show up on there one of these days. You've probably already plugged it in the intro you're going to do in that little man shed. Yeah, but, you know, we're just vamping here, so whatever. Okay. Yeah, we're just having a conversation. Just also, don't call my, my podcast your, my voice that's acting your sad, studio. Yeah, that's your sad man shed. Oh, okay. I have a voice, a, a fully built out voice actor booth behind right. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Daniel calls my sad man he shed. He crawls in there, it's all dark, and then he just pretends to be somebody better than the person he is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's my goal, just to be pretend Ultimate all day. escapism. Yep. Anyways, uh, that's yeah. Just, that's what voice acting is, right? That's just what acting is. Just yeah. sad men. Sad men? <laughs> Yes, they're all just sad men. I mean, have you seen Hollywood lately? Uh, Topical. On strike. That's true. I think they're... Are they done? No, they're not. They're all still on strike, yeah. Didn't they get negotiations to go through? They're starting to do some negotiations. I don't know what that means, but gotcha. they're getting stuff written, which Here's is for good. them. Yeah. I think it's also inspiring other industries to embrace unions as well, so that's also pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Honestly, more unions, more power. Yep. Yeah. Pay people. Yeah, pay people, give them rights, don't steal stuff from them, and don't just copy my face and put it in your background of your videos, because that's weird. It, what? Is that That's like... one of the AI, that's one of the strikes for the uh, Actors Guild. Cause, oh! Yeah, because one of the things banning that Banning use of AI not, video or not whatever? Not just banning use of AI, What one of the things that people were trying to do was, like, they're going to get people's faces and then, like, CGI <laughs> them into movies and just use them as extras so they don't have to pay for extras in the future. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That that fucked me up, man. That's crazy. That really is like the Hollywood creative version of like automated checkout yep. at a grocery store. Yeah, except you can't steal from automated checkout as easily. Can you not? They don't even watch that shit. You just like you just load up a bunch of stuff in your cart and then just be like, okay, yeah, I checked out. No, no I, I meant you can't steal from. Oh, from real people. From well, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't steal people's faces yeah, as easily, like like you yeah, steal yeah, from yeah. automated checkout. Okay. I think I got the wording wrong. You're right. right. Okay. okay. Yep. Can okay. you steal people's faces as easily as you could steal from self checkout? Yeah. Apparently now you can. Yeah, I mean, totally right. I mean, like, if I wanted to Deep go and the like fuck out of somebody, if I wanted to steal gum from a grocery store, I would have to like physically go to the grocery store, pick up the gum, smuggle it out of the grocery store. If I wanted to steal somebody's face, I would just Google it. Yeah. I can't just Google gum. You wouldn't download a car. That's true. You just Photoshop it and just crop it out and put it on your face. Yeah, check me. I owned you. Uh, I won the intro for this episode. Yeah, okay. Daniel won. Daniel won. Okay. Those are both factual statements <laughs> as, of, as of now. As of this time, November 12th, that's not the date. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure for that's... For all you know. I can just say random numbers. It's November 12th, 1871. Oh, Boom. man. What was going on in the 1800s? Probably like a lot of diseases that they didn't figure out. They hadn't, yeah. Polio, probably a big one. Just, you know, like a lot of weird, like foodborne illnesses. AI stealing our jobs. Not sure that was around 200 years ago, but you'll have to, we'll have to Google that. I wonder what it'd be like to like tell people in the 1800s, like, wow, you're dealing with diseases. We're dealing with like computers trying to steal our faces for movies and not paying us. No, it is, it is really crazy to imagine that like. It was just so easy to die back then. Yeah. Just because, like, we didn't 
wash our hands and like live we didn't even understand that washing shape. your hands was important yep yeah and we didn't have working sewers probably i don't know it's 18 they probably had working it sewers. depended on where you lived no 1800s there, there was definitely well i mean there was definitely sewage clearly we don't have history facts we're hold not on. wikipedia hold on wait wait no, no no let me finish let me finish let me cook let me cook <laughs> no, i'm just kidding what, what is this episode about oh uh, we're making a I think we're building out the world of the Magic Kingdom. We're following up on the last episode of what we did not do okay, at I'm the down. beginning of the show. Down, so down. So let's build out the Magic Kingdom. So we're cooking right now, and we know that there's diseases in this world, and people die very easily, apparently. I do remember we talked at length about how fantasy world cities get rid of their poop. Yes, they disintegrate it, and it does. It costs like a specific amount of MP that they have. Right, Specific yes. janitor class There's people. poop wizards. Yeah, poop wizards that remove them. Speaking of though, sure. What uh, crazy tangent are you going to take me no, on? No, no. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wrap us into one space so we know exactly where we are. We okay. just beat Doctor Eggman or Doctor Robot Robotternik. Okay. Yep. Doctor Robotternik has just fleed. Okay. This is the ending where he did not activate the water chaos emerald. Yep. And didn't flood the city. He didn't flood the city, and you saved all the guards, and you also saved the two kings. Or you potentially didn't. Right. Yeah, you, you potentially didn't did. save some people. Yeah, but in this scenario that we're playing with, right. they did. Okay, they yeah, they this... succeeded in all three achievements. Okay. Okay. They got the. This is the perfect run. Yeah, they got the silver achievement run. They they saved scum to get this done. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it's only like a B rank. Yes. They got like a C rank. Well, on they time. didn't hit the time limit yet. Yeah. Go, so yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, the worst. Yeah, you got to beat the time limit. It's like, oh man, I didn't optimize my build enough to do this. I that actually triggers me so much. Really? <laughs> no, no, like, like this when you're playing a game and it's like. Oh, I see that I just have to get actively punished because I didn't, like, know the encounter beforehand, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You're making the, you're, like, designing the game to be replayable because you can get higher ranks Mm -hmm. on missions that you already did. But it just feels so bad to be like, oh, great, I finally finished the mission. And then you get to the end result screen and it's just like, okay, yeah, here's where you fucked up. Here's where you fucked up. Yeah, you took way too long here. Mm -hmm. So here's your uh, C+. You took, like, that one damage point here, so it kept you from the full, like, triple S score. You're like, fucking A. And then so for, like, the rest of the playthrough, you're like, oh, man, I... If I didn't get, like, hit there, or, like, if I, you know, saved time there, then I probably could have gotten a higher rank on this. Yeah. You just turned to a pug, okay. Yep. I just, yeah. Pug the inner, the dog comes out. The, do- <laughs> the dog inside yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, that's when I let the The real out. dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so in this perfect world where your dog is set free, all three dogs survive. Um, yep. The pug, the corgi, and Topical. the St. Bernard. Yep. You are now given full access to the Magic Kingdom. The sure. king has given you praise. He gives you like a nice mansion on the upper levels because you saved him. Okay. I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, why not? Now you have a house. Yeah. Yeah. What happens to the Adventurer's Guild? Uh, It still exists. Okay, so we just also have a house. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You it get would... two houses. I do. Well, I assume you would be like living at dorms or something at the guild. Yeah. So it would be like not ideal. Yeah, but now you got a fresh mansion for yourself. Okay. Yeah, on the taxpayer's dollar, obviously. Great. Okay, yeah. nice. It's just like in any other like RPG game where it's like, oh, you started in this one house, but now you can purchase another house, but you can still sleep at your dorm because that's your first save point. Right. And you always go back there to yeah, wake yeah, up for yeah, some yeah. reason. It's, your, it's to prevent you from getting soft locked. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Into homelessness. <laughs> there you go but now you have like multiple homes you have another home right okay and yeah then okay great your game has now become a game of real estate and you're trying to <laughs> oh great yeah yeah no, no, yeah no. it just be like oh uh, yeah dm i'd like to just uh stay in the magic kingdom actually and then just kind of like watch the real estate market okay a, a bit of time has passed your kingdom has recovered maybe there's like a quick like flash forward for just two it's like oh it's been six months now okay okay it's been Six months since I've ran into you. <laughs> got a house from the king. Got a house from the king, and Ro- Egg- Dr. Robotternik has escaped here. Saved his ass from a shrimp. Now he's sorry. But the people have got to pay for it now. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know how this Nice. We hit, we hit the quota of one badly <laughs> improv song per episode. Love it, love it. Yeah, so... Now that the kingdom has kind of restored itself, there's probably some areas that are damaged. Maybe that could be like fun little side quests for your players oh, to deal okay. with. Like they're helping like a local baker rebuild his shop. I don't know why he can't why he can't oh, the bakers. It's because of the baguette. That's why. Oh, true, 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 true. And then the baker, if you help him at the bakery, he gives you a baguette weapon. Boom, you get he a baguette, a baguette weapon. Yeah. Yep, perfect. Yeah. Um, and no. you eat it to heal yourself, and it just keeps infinitely okay. restoring. Oh, the infinite baguette. Yeah, the infinite. Yeah. The infinity baguette. It has five oh, it. infinity stones available. In, oh, oh, that's very powerful. Yeah, or five infinity raisins. Uh-huh. What, what oh, would you, okay. Wait, what would you put on a baguette? Not raisins. I can tell you that. <laughs> 
meats? The five infinity meats? Yeah, like some kind of pate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or like it's salami. Hard to really, like... Or okay. yeah, lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Like you get the five ingredient, infinity uh, ingredients. Okay. Okay, that's like your growing weapon for this game. It's like your... <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's yeah. a sandwich. It's like, it gets stronger. In case you weren't already digging the vibes of the Sonic world, <laughs> now your most powerful option in combat is a sandwich. How about that? <laughs> it's the second most it's your joke weapon. Just like in every yes. JRPG. Like even in Tales Symphonia, the joke weapon's actually pretty decent. Are they? What are the what are they in, in the Symphonia? Fans? The oh twin fans. right, okay. They actually do pretty good damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm down to add uh, sponsored subway Subways, sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. Or Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Yeah, okay. Or Jersey Mike's. These are all subway <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> yeah. These are all subway fast food chains. You're right. It would be really funny. This is just. I'm just going on a. Yeah, I mean, we're rant, just hanging out. Wouldn't it be fun if it was just like a weird mimic? It's like a living sandwich, and then okay. like as you give it more abilities to grow, it becomes stronger and stronger, and then you have to fight the sandwich to gain like, okay, to, get, to like get it under your control. So this is kind of like a um like I- irony because you're feeding food. Yeah. Okay. And then the food tries to feed on you. Yeah, I can appreciate that. It's yeah. like a parasitic relationship. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, like sure, sure. No, no, definitely. But There's... just some ideas for you. You know, okay. like a fun side quest that we just threw in there with a baker and his. You know what? No, that actually sounds like a really cool, like, oh, someone cast a curse on my sandwich. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that stupid, but the premise is basically, like, you need to go and track down this now sentient sandwich who feeds on the souls of the living. Yeah, maybe the sandwich got infected by one of the shrimp robots, and now it's, like, ah, roboticized. Ah, sandwich. Yeah. I, okay, you know what? I think it's... <laughs> We're going deep. This is actually a cool opportunity, because I think it, it would be more interesting if, uh... Like, it wasn't just getting roboticized, but it was something more like it. it is just like a nanotechnology kind of thing that weaponizes mm. whatever it infects. Yeah. Which would then make more sense that, like, the Robotnik is trying to kidnap people because it's like, okay, well, I'll just turn you into soldiers. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it's like, oh, one of them got loose, and then it, it weaponized a sandwich, and now you got to go track down a sandwich. Yep. I like that. Okay, so we're, yeah. that's a fun little so that, side that's, plot That's for the you. Baker side quest. Yeah. yeah, that's the Baker side quest. There we anyway, go. Anyway, our whole point of this episode was we're going to finally actually flush out this damn Magic Kingdom, so let's <laughs> yeah. do that. So, there, so that's one of the side quests. Yeah, that's a random... I mean, that, apart from just, like, some key story NPCs plus, um, you know, like, locations you can visit, mm-hmm. which would mostly just be, like... Target. You know, target, the bar, maybe. Like, some place you can go for information. Mm-hmm. Um, the tavern, the guild hall. Yeah, exactly. And then the guild hall, which... I mean, like we we kind of have yeah we have a little a bit of backstory yeah. for that yeah that's a, that exists. But we don't have an item shop. We don't have like an inn where you can rest. That's true. We don't have the coliseum that is in every major town. Honestly, ah. that you can do just random combats for. That would be interesting. A coliseum. I guess it would just kind of be a side quest, right? Yeah, it'd if just it was be a just big like, side quest. Yeah, and there's also a coliseum. Yeah, and then a... if your players want to do that, then you mm-hmm. can you know prepare like a little bit. Yeah. Taxpayer dollars. Go go do some costumes. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Fight yeah. for fight for the fight for gold. Of, yeah, yeah. You just you just pull out your old enemy sheets that you had and just tell them to run through it again. Yep. Um, as a fun little note, uh, in the Fabulous Ultima book, if you do want to make stronger enemies, you can just kind of glue three of them together and they're called elites. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or like champions or whatever. So right, that's a fun right. way to because you just them if yeah. you, need to. you just kind of like paste extra like uh, attributes onto them. Exactly. Yep. They have, like, a quick little formula for you, so it actually makes things pretty easy. I don't know yep. if it makes it fun, but <laughs> it does make it easy. It, Yeah, I think, um, I mean, if if we wanted to, we could kind of, like, flesh out some kind of story thread. For the Coliseum? For the Coliseum, but I, I honestly think it's kind of nice to just kind of leave it there and Can, be, Does like, Sonic have a Coliseum in its lore? Does Sonic have a Coliseum? Uh, isn't there a game where Sonic has a sword? Yes. Can we confirm that? Yeah, but that's the Legend of King Arthur kind of Sonic story. That's the one where he kisses a girl, I think. Oh, the he has the love of a human woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the, isn't that Sonic 06, like the remake where he has a human girlfriend? I think that also does exist in Sonic 06. Yes, I think they exist the- in both. <laughs> okay, go. I was recently looking up like Sonic games just to like thumb through the OSTs for all of them. Yeah. And I realized that I just have a gap of like six Sonic games that I've just never played. Well, okay, let me guess. It's got to be the Sonic one with a sword. Yeah. The werewolf Sonic Right, the one. werewolf one, like Shadow the Hedgehog I haven't played. The sh- yeah, the gun one. The one where Silver shows up, where it's just like, oh yeah, right. here's, here's White Sonic with telekinesis. Something like that. Um, Probably the the first Sonic Colors, maybe? I don't think you played. No, I play, I've played Colors. Oh, okay. So that's where the gap stops, oh, okay, is okay. from Colors. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, there's just a lot of like weird, weird Sonic games. Sonic Heroes? 
I played the shit out of Sonic Heroes. Okay. Sonic Heroes is like before all of that. That's though. true. All the yeah. weird stuff. Okay, so now we have an understanding of Daniel's Sonic lore. Right. So Just have great. to make that really clear on every episode. Yeah. So you know where we're pulling our references from. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, yeah, a game that I have half the knowledge of the series of. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're building out this Magic Kingdom. Um, there might be a coliseum there for the players to engage in if you sure. want. I think that's just a fun thing in JRPGs. It's, it's, it's for players who like just combat in games. So if they want to get real crunchy about it, you guys can do that. I mean, it's just like it's kind of cool to be playing like a you know D and D or whatever tabletop game, and then go into a new city, and then your DM is like, yeah, okay, so here's like some locations that you can go to, and mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh. Maybe we should check out the arena. Yeah. And Test like, your might. Okay, yeah, like, here, you can fight for, you know, whatever reward. Yeah, you kill three things, and they give you, like, an extra item or a potion right, or something. Right, right. Or, you or know, like, yeah, if, you, if you fight through these waves or if you beat the reigning champ, then you mm-hmm. can get an item or something. Yeah. It's nice because, like, your party can straight up just be like, no, not yeah. for us, and then go explore something else. Or they can be like, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. let's hook onto that. Yeah, you can even give, like, a cool NPC as the reigning champ, and then he might be able to be added onto your party or as, like, an assist later kind of thing. I like that, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's how they did it in Tales of Destiny. Okay. Yeah, so the reigning champ in the Oh, is Coliseum... it the panther guy? No, it's no, the okay. really buff, bald dude, and he just has a belt, and he's just like, I'm the reigning <laughs> champ. He's like he's like a stereotypical, like, <laughs> WrestleMania guy. This is the character. He won a wrestling championship. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm the strongest in the Colosseum. Come fight me. And then gotcha. if you beat him, he's just like, you beat me. I'll join you on your quest. And he just joins your party. He has no other storyline. And he's just there. <laughs> he does. He's not even good. It's like, it's so like early, like JRPG production where they're right. like, well, might as well. We need an identity for this character. Um, He won a thing. Yeah. Great. Ship it. Yep. He's got a darker skin tone than everybody else and he found oh, a coliseum that's so he's it tanned he's tanned yep. like that like that and he's bold and he's really loud and he's, like, he's strong yep okay i mean these are these sounds like a multifaceted character yep and that's that's the fight he's actually really hard to beat normally in the game i don't think you're actually supposed to beat him but yeah okay if he like if he's literally like an easter egg then that makes sense that he's not the most they didn't yeah. want to invest the most like narrative building into him yeah like you can beat him um, I think you can beat him in a gimmick way on the first run, but you're supposed to beat him the second time through, and then he actually joins gotcha. your party. And then, but he also doesn't really—he doesn't—he's just like an extra character that has like no storylines. I. So let's wind this back a bit. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everybody. Oh wait, I can't do, can do that bit. Um. So so. <laughs> That's my bit. Get back. <laughs> Take back my bit. We wound back to the time when I was the host of the podcast. Oh man, that was. That was no, so long that, ago. That was never a thing. Let's fade back to that time when you were the host of the podcast. Okay. Hi, welcome to my podcast. It's where I like to... Um, I don't know. No, this is going to get problematic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so... Fade back to the present day. For Yeah. So, yeah. And now I'm thinking back on the time that I ran a podcast and it went really wrong. So let me learn from that. <laughs> so assuming that um, this the whole sort of storyline leading up to the Robotnik fight is happening kind of at this, like, you would be able to, like, visit different parts of the city, I assume? Yeah. Would it be, like... Because I think it would be kind of fun to have the characters, like, either kind of, like, in a railroady way meet a bunch of key NPCs or, like, based on what, uh, you know, like, events they go to before the whole debacle happens. Yeah. They, like, meet some NPCs and then they see those NPCs in the fight and they're like, oh, I should try and save that guy mm-hmm. um so yeah so i guess this like timeline wise a lot of stuff could be happening before yeah like we're building out the magic kingdom right now but you could use it from like for like earlier on in the game you yeah, don't have yeah, to yeah. use it all now because okay? you could do the classic like everything's locked to you yeah but you don't have to right like yeah, you, yeah. like you can pick which ones are locked okay right 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 the smithy may not be open but now it's open now it has upgrades available that you finally yeah, decided yeah. to flush out on how you wanted to do it right yeah instead um, of doing it at the beginning of the game like most people should but whatever. Right, yeah 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 i know what it's like to be a dm it i mean happens. yeah sometimes you design stuff exclusively to have a podcast yep exactly so um yeah let's make some fun npcs that they might run into we have the coliseum you know yep. there's a buff guy in the coliseum sure yeah just a sort of yeah, yeah. a guy we'll who call him, a thing. um Yep. Who's a buff guy that you know? Terry Crews? That I know personally? Yeah. Oh. Um, I, oh, I know Hugh. I have a really buff friend named Bob. Bob? Yeah. What? His name is literally just Bob. Really? Yeah. Bob Iger? Yeah, yeah. The owner of Disney? Oh. No? Okay. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it could be. You could be? Okay. I mean, we just make shit up. It's a okay. podcast. Uh, so, Bob, um, B-O-B, 
Um, the oh, notorious Bob. The notorious Bob. Yeah. Okay. That's his name now, right? Sure. Okay. Does he is he okay with being called That's notorious Bob? No, yeah, obviously, obviously. Is he actually buff though? Hold on. No, no, he's he's very strong. He's a very strong man. Is he strong he's or strong does he lad. just like bodybuilder? He like he jacked? is a bodybuilder. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a strong lad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. hits the gym at five a.m. every morning. Goes on a run. He's a very strong lad. Okay, and what characteristics of Bob can we add into our Coliseum guy? Um. Do you also do you think if we added Bob in, he will listen to the podcast about himself? No, no. Oh. Well, maybe. Okay. You know what? Yeah, I think we got to do it for that. So, <laughs> uh, so. This is this might be like too much doxing because it's funny how easy it is to look him up from this, but he does own a moving company. Oh, so maybe that's his shtick. Bob's moving company. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, that's not. Okay, <laughs> that's we're not, not gonna. We're not gonna any take, ideas. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, let's not do that. Okay. But uh, yeah. It's kind of funny because I read uh, Hajime no Ippo, sure. and a lot of the boxers in the series like are have, also have moving companies. They all work for moving companies, yeah, because that's how they stay strong. Right? No, no. It is very funny that it is kind of just like a strongman thing to do to yeah. just be like, I just work out and then I move stuff. I move yeah. couches for my day job. <laughs> yeah. So maybe like you meet him, like in the Coliseum, but also yep. like part way through, like as you're moving into your new mansion, he's the guy moving your stuff in. Oh, <laughs> and if you if you let him die, then you have to move the shit yes, yourself. Exactly, sure. And you gotta like call up all your friends like, yo, can you help me move tomorrow? I got pizza. Can I just need to move a couch Sunday? upstairs. Yeah, That's all yeah, I got. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great that that is like huge narrative payoff there. It's a fun payoff. Yeah, in yeah, a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe he can join your party or some shit. Uh, as like an assist. Yeah, yeah. I mean if you're if your party latches onto him enough, then I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. He's, he's a summoner. He can just kind of be there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. There's Bob. There's Bob. Um. Uh, all right. So we got that. Uh, what other things do you want in this town that you would be fun? What's a stereotypical JRPG town that you like to see? Um. What What would be like some cool events, like side events that you could do that aren't like super committal? Like, do you think we should have full side story kind of quests like we we have for the baker for some reason? Um, I mean, I think we can just, like, create dumb ideas for them, and then we'll let the audience vote on it. And by vote, I mean email us at <laughs> oneshotatatimecast at gmail.com, which I still need to change to be something shorter, but I'll oh, deal yeah, with it yeah. eventually. Oh, yeah, OSATcast. Yeah, OSATcast, one of these days. Just start plugging it, so you have to change it. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think it would be cool to do something like, uh, some kind of, like, festival or, like, something with mini games. Okay. Or you can go and kind of just be like, oh, is the cool. festival going like to happen here. before Robotnik unleashes his plan? Or is it going to happen before the wedding? The blue wedding is what we I, call it? I wonder. Well, I mean, I guess it would make more sense for it to be like a sort of festival for the event. Yeah. So I guess it would be going. I guess when I guess when you come back to the city okay. after meeting the Landians. Yes, the and water people. That, yeah. Then it would be like, oh, it's time for the king to get married. Yeah. So I guess that would be when it kind of starts off. Okay, and then that's where you meet all these like people like that are important, such as the moving company Bob and his right uh, Coliseum, along with the baker. Well, I think like so any anything that's just like a straight up standard location, I think would potentially be visitable. Okay, so I got a few here. Um, I know a library. I think okay. for a magical kingdom. We we have established that already that there is sort of like a library, right? Yeah. So yeah. there has to be like some magic library or like a library in the city that you can use to search for information. Yep, that may, that, that tracks. That has some info but not enough to like give you like any big leads. Maybe yep. it has a magical cursed book in it somewhere that will lead you to the nine hells okay, and yeah. be like a fun side quest where you look isn't for Isn't there isn't there a side quest in Symphonia yeah. where like you entered evil books? Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's not You go into Nibelheim and I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, and Hell it's just like a that. fucking like 99 levels of fighting. All <laughs> right, maybe not specifically copying everything about the dungeon, but yeah, yeah. for sure entering a, a cursed book in a magical library oh, is yeah. sick. That's dope. I love that. So that might be a fun side quest. Um, I like the idea of having... I like restaurants. I like cafes. That'd be cool if there's Yeah, there definitely cafe. needs to be like a diner or something. Yeah, like a Denny's. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, they like... Have a chain. They should have a chain restaurant there. Okay. Yeah. Red Robins? Red Robins? That's the first one you thought of? Okay, sure. Red I... Robins. Yeah, I, I think it's because it has diner in the in the catch phrase or something. Mm. No, I think the catch phrase is just yum. 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 Yeah, no, that's, that is what that is. <laughs> okay, so they have a Red Robins there. Sure. They sell uh, fast food, and you meet one of the disgruntled disgruntled workers there. Okay. Who maybe is just not happy with his job or how's, how his day is going. Okay. Okay. Some kind of line chef. Yeah. He, he, he wants to be, he wants to become a, like a hiring chef. He wants to be the Gordon Ramsay of the world. Okay. Okay. But he's stuck working at Red Robin. So maybe his quest is that like he, during, before he goes 
this wedding happens, he's like, I'm going to go impress the king, and this is my opportunity to work as a chef uh, for the kingdom's catering. Okay. okay. And that's where he's going. Like That's like the tip-off when you meet him first at Red Robins. Maybe we should make him a poop wizard. <laughs> and he's like, they all they taught me was magic for how to disintegrate poop, but all I have ever wanted to do is make burgers. Oh, okay. But I don't have the magic for that. Okay, okay. Because you have to make them magically in this world because okay. everybody thinks with the, with a magician's mind, not sure, an engineer's sure. mind. That's true. So he needs to gain the spell, the spell scroll to learn how to make burgers. Right. Have we established, like how people learn magic in this world no so do do we want to kind of incorporate the idea that like it is kind of limiting in terms of like you know we're gonna major in alteration and then now you'll be able to yeah i think like maybe like they're like specific license you can get and based off of like your social status you can get certain licenses for things i like that and like because like in order of the kingdom setup, so like the lower class has to do right. Like, the they lower have to do menial job. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poop, wizard, poop, poop wizard, poop wizardry. Yeah, yeah, poop wizardry, which maybe is the most powerful magic in the world because it literally teaches oh, you how to disintegrate that's humanity. True. It's just like it's a ticking time bomb. They're just waiting for people to realize that they can use it on something other than poop. Yeah. Oh. If they just change the the circle a little bit. Oh, maybe that's why they give it to the lower end because if they give it to someone more powerful, then ah, they could they just, would catch on. They would you be able to use it for other things. Right. But, right. but because the lower class doesn't have as much magic, they can only use it on poop. Oh. And only a very limited amount of poop. Ah, I do like that. It is very that one Magic High School anime esque, but it is kind of cool to imagine that like there would be a caste system just based on your affinity for magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's maybe do that's that. just how the world works. In okay. This. Okay. There's like your magic ability is your caste. And... I I kind of like separating it into sort of like lower city and upper city then. Yeah. And then so the lower city would have the sort of like Denny's or Red Robins or whatever mm-hmm. to go to. Would have like the baker. Maybe the bakery is. Upper, I think upper, it's city? upper city, yeah. yeah it's okay. like a fancy bakery, right? I mean, it's got a living sandwich, so you know. Yep, that would be where the library is. Coliseum is probably like lower city because it's more like middle, middle, middle. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The one where they can all go to enjoy entertainment. Right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And I think the guild would be in the lower city, yes. just because it's like if you don't want to be a poop wizard, you can be a guild member and don't right, die. Right. And it is kind of like a neutral party, so it would probably be sort of like outskirts yeah. of the city, anyways. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But all they teach you is like survival skills and like magic for like combat outside of yeah like, i like which, how it would be like you are kind of learning more practical adventuring stuff so yeah. it's not just magic it's kind of just like here's how you can be useful in yeah. the world but like if you wanted to be like oh i wanted to be like an engineer or like right what, what would be like an upper level magical ability that like maybe like an artist oh i mean it would probably be like war magic right no, I, I feel like it's going to be something really mundane in life. Oh, like aristocracy kind yeah. of magic? Like, I can brew wine or some oh. shit. Brewing wine probably is not the way you say it. Like, I can harvest wine and... Yeah, like, I can ferment it or distill yeah. it using magic or something. Mm. I can create, like, floral paint, uh, uh, gardening skills. Yeah, I it would definitely be like artsy. Construction, maybe? Construction is too... Masonry? I mean, it would have to be, like, stuff that is just, like, artsy and not practical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, they wouldn't really be working. Mm-hmm. So it, it would straight up just be, like, art or, mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, like statues. Like, yeah, like lights or something. Yeah. Just, like, keeping lights power. I don't know. That is also kind of blue collar. Yeah, but, like, their ability to use it, because they have more magic, they can power lights for longer. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So it's, sure, like, sure. more of the ability to run it. Yeah, okay. okay. Or kind of just, like, I, I manage like magitech robots yeah yeah yeah. i kind of just like oversee them but i don't actually do anything there you go that works that makes sense so that's our cast system high tier can use magitech robots or magitech some shit uh maybe not robots because that's robotnik's thing but like some kind of magic golem oh i hmm magic golems or maybe they do use the robots and that's where they're coming in from that is interesting well like josh greenroad's bringing them in and they're like oh yes all high class members can use robots that's what makes us high class I I really was definitely Do you think do you think it's too much overlap to be like oh there's magitech in the city with the fact that like it's <laughs> it's natural fantasy? Uh yeah, I I mean natural fantasy kind of I guess it would definitely just be like we do everything with magic. Like yeah. there's no technology, we just use magic. Yeah. And I think that is like more thematically interesting. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I like that. I like that angle. So just like poop wizards and sweep wizards and Yeah. The and sweep wizard. Delivery wizards and taxi wizards. Yeah, taxi wizards. Like high end high end wizards can fly and do crazy Right, or like teleport people around. Teleport people, yeah. They can create art. They can what 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 is like I'm trying to think of like what high what are like rich people like? Uh, maybe something like you know, like record keeping. Oh yeah, they or, know math. 
They can do math. Okay. Yeah. They can do math magic. It is it is very funny to think like it is like such a magically oriented world that like people don't even try to like calculate stuff. It's just magic. Yeah. So there just like isn't even a concept of math. It's like using a calculator. Yeah. Except well, I mean, it's just so funny to think that like it's like, oh man, uh how many, you know, like things should we prepare mm-hmm. for this party if like this many people are going and it's like they're going to be eating this many each and then to instead of being like okay well like they like, probably be like how many people need to eat this much <laughs> it would literally just be like okay let me divine that yeah and then they would just like cast magic and it's like okay let's make 48 exactly i think that's how it's done yeah I think that's how it's done okay so we had like a proper background to the so the, the ultimate system. the ultimate like uh what's it called like idle rich magic profession is just like being a search engine yeah using divination magic oh my god yeah okay divination that's the that's the top tier stuff yeah okay this is cool because it kind of gives us a way to frame like what other encounters would be interesting given the fact that like there is a cast system Mm -hmm. ha because you cast magic that's crazy we're so good here at osan that's that's the quality of content you'll see at ucon in a couple weeks or this week i think yeah it'll be this weekend when this episode comes out oh shit okay oh yeah okay yeah that's how time works yep is that Um, how time works well i don't know i'll have to ask my magic yeah hey magic it is Okay. Cool. I just asked my magic. He has so much magic. See that? <laughs> great bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, That's also magic. When we say great bit, yeah, it just yeah. makes it even it's... funnier. <laughs> That's the magic of podcasting. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, like, it, it's interesting to then, like, design locations based off, based off of that because then it kind of, you leave the mental space of, like, yeah, it's just, you know, magic Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Because it then kind of becomes like, oh, yeah, you know, there's, like, chefs who cook stuff with magic or like you know people who maybe like transport goods using magic there's, there's no... a magic call center that directs your magic calls oh magic call center is a pretty good one yeah that actually i do kind of love that oh okay that it's like you got something to go off of yeah that it's like there wouldn't really be like a 911 emergency call system it would mm-hmm. kind of just be like yeah if you are in trouble just like hit this you know whatever like police button alarm thing oh i was just assuming that like only people with rich people could call the police had access to them (laughs) i mean that is probably like super the case right because it's just like oh we don't install a bunch of them around lower city especially where like you know political crime happens yeah and the people with magic are the only ones who can really use them like the poop wizards probably don't have enough magic to use it effectively oh yeah okay oh man so it's literally something reserved for the upper class that is like it's funny because if you were to create like a dystopian future kind of sci-fi and be like, yeah, only rich people can call the police, <laughs> then I would be like, that's kind of crazy. But if you were like, yeah, it's it's a world where like people are so inundated by the way magic works that they're just like, okay with the fact that if you're not powerful enough to call the police, you can't call the police. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? That actually kind of tracks. <laughs> yeah. Like people would just be fine with that because they're, they're just like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, I guess I, I know my place as someone who doesn't, isn't able to cast really powerful spells. Yep. Man, there's a, there's a lot we can do here. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's like, the clear route where, like, there's probably some, like, rich uh, high-caste or upper-class member that's gone down to Lower City to commit crimes and stuff. Oh, and sure. their power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. the magic call center that you can do, which maybe goes down after the great battle of Dr. Robotternik. Right, right, and right. And now you have to help reactivate it, which is just, like... Oh, I see. Wake up the guy who was acting as the call oh the conduit the contract yeah that the guy what's the person who like changes your calls thank you no, the operator call. the operator yeah right 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 yeah right. who acts as the operator and like transfers calls around for people i would love to make that just like a crazy like magical monster he is like the operator it's a monster or is it a person um i mean like wouldn't it be fun if it was just like you know this like weird big kind of like monsters inc sully looking kind of guy that just like had a bunch of ears or something you know <laughs> yeah, what like i mean just a bunch of ears not a bunch of like okay I but like it's that. like but, you know and that's how he like channels the magic of like being able to it's an ear holder stuff yeah yeah it's an yeah. ear beholder <laughs> oh it's a behearer behear yeah Be- no wait what is like well, hmm no behearer behear okay I think that's also that's actually got. a monster too. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. a it's a monster in D anD D where it's like a snake, like a lightning snake thing, but not it just important. has a lot of ears. No, it does oh, not. It has not no ears. Oh, okay. Oh, so Literally. my idea is just really stupid. Yeah. Is no. it okay? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I mean, the idea of like a creature that 
the stereotypical JRPG where like, oh, you're in a human city, but there's this weird random fantastical yeah, creature yeah. that does this weird odd job for some I, asinine reason. I like the sort of like Ghibli slash like spirited away feeling of it where it's just like, oh yeah, the person that does this for this bathhouse oh, is just like a weird monster that is perfectly fit for the job because he was <laughs> born that way. Yeah. Okay. So um, we gave you the idea of an ear holder or beer a Sure. Which just is a monster with lots of ears. Yep. Are, are the ears just attached to it? Like it's a ball? Or does it have like ears on its hands or something? I, I assume it would be like how a beholder has eyes on tentacles, except it's just ears that terminate. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's gross. But okay. Yeah, no, no, awful. It Truly awful. It doesn't. It just has really good hearing. It has echolocation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So how? So if we're going to follow up on this quest, like how do you reinstate this uh, telecommunication system? If the ear holder was... Do you think he was knocked unconscious? Did he go deaf? Is he missing an ear? Well, it would have to be linked to the fight, right? Yeah. So maybe it's it is... water in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> That's truly so <laughs> stupid, but it's, it's perfect. Yeah. And then, I mean, you can even kind of just... like It would be really funny to be like, yeah, the presence of what we now know is like the water emerald mm-hmm. is like kind of creating a distortion effect on him and it's not like letting calls through. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that it's like, oh yeah, uh, the magic is like putting a bunch of water in his ears. Yep. And you got to get rid of that. Okay. What is what is the 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 sort of conclusion to that? Uh, he has to jump up and down while holding his ear and then okay. get the water out. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, because you have to send the party to do something, right? Yeah, he probably has to get, like, some kind of, like, drying ear ointment. Because there's, like, that swimmer's ear stuff that you can oh, put in your ear, okay. like, in real life. Sure. That can help you dry it out. So maybe gotcha. you have to get, like, a magical balm from And that would require a visit to the alchemist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, if we want to follow a kind of, like, neat thread, we can have him be, like, a lower city guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, the, like, upper city alchemist isn't really, like, work willing to see you. Or he's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't need alchemists in the upper city because they all have magic. They just use magic? Yeah, because they're like, it's I like below that. us to use anything besides magic. I actually really like that. Okay, cool. They don't use curative magic. They just yeah. use items because they don't have like the wherewithal to just heal themselves. Yep. Okay. They use item points because they all have a yeah, shit Yeah, they just got to use their item points. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um. Yeah, okay. That's pretty neat. That is cool world building. Mm-hmm. If it was just like, oh, we need ointment. Okay, let's just go to a nearby... Uh, like you know, alchemist or something, alchemist, and yeah. then they just are like, "Oh, we don't have those here." Yeah, like we just use magic. Yeah, but then the question is like, why don't they just use magic on the thing? But it must be like it. It can only be balanced by a specific. Yeah, it's like it's thing. like one of those things where it's like, oh, magic doesn't affect this creature, right? Or otherwise, it'll oh, cause his hearing to right. go wrong. Yes, yes, yes. So perfect, it's like you got to get this ointment specifically perfect. in the lower city, which you go meet the alchemist, and his name is uh durian. Durian. Yep. Like the fruit. Yeah. No, 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 like the person, fr- like the person. Oh, Durian. Yeah, that, that I just made up. Okay. Like I, the, the super interesting character. Yeah, Durian uh, Fulmer. Okay. Okay. Is yeah. that just uh, is it just off the dome? You got inspiration for that? Yeah. Well, I do know a guy named Dorian, um, but oh. I'm pretty sure his last name is not Fulmer. The name is Dorian, isn't it? Dorian? Yeah, I, I was like, yeah. no, isn't Dorian a name? But it's not. It is the fruit. It is the fruit. It is, yeah, it is it's just the fruit. Way. I was like, isn't it a fruit and a name? It's just the fruit. No, yeah. yeah. So we have a... Uh, the alchemist Dorian, okay? Yes. He's a very powerful, uh, or not powerful, but he spe- he doesn't have any magic, but he specializes in crafting these powders and ointments to heal the lower city. What if he was secretly from Yimika? He could be. I like that. And he's just like there in disguise, but he wants to help humans? Yeah. Um, I wonder why he's there, though. Hmm. Um, what, may- what got him away from Yimika? I wonder if he's, maybe he's like an outcast or something. Mm. And then, ooh, that could be a fun story where, like, eventually, maybe he goes back to Yimika for some reason. Yeah, maybe you have he sh- to. He he might show up like earlier on then, right? Yeah. Yeah, like maybe he's the guild contact or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he shares the info, but he's like on the run from Yimika for some reason. Yeah, and he's in exile. Right, yeah, right. Dorian right. the exile. Because because he smells so bad. Uh, of course, <laughs> and he's so spiky. Yeah, he's just he's just a spiky haired motherfucker. He's got a spiky personality. He yeah, smells yeah. bad. Smells bad and a spiky personality. I because I kind of like the angle that it's like. The whole kingdom has never needed magic, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, there's a bunch of people who just go untreated because mm-hmm. they live in the lower city. Yep. And so it's like, oh, I, it's like the perfect fit for me because, like, I have knowledge of a bunch of, like, natural remedies mm-hmm. because I'm, like, a, you know, I'm kind of in tune with nature. I'm a sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just like, okay, I've kind of, like, found my new home here in a weird way. Yeah, helping people. Yeah, because it's like, oh, this, this kind of feels like my calling, even mm-hmm. though, like, 
when I was in the Yimika, he felt lost and maybe he was like trying to be powerful and then he realized like being here is like helping people is better. I don't know. There's probably a storyline for him that we can work yeah, on. Yeah, something that has to do with him probably like knowing so much about nature. Like maybe he was outcast, you know, like he was exiled because he like the way he viewed using like nature, aka you know, like plant life. Yeah was kind of, like, blasphemous, because it's, like, mm. no, we respect life. Oh, I like that. Okay. Because, like, I, I kind of doubt that any of, like, as kind of basically, like, fa- fairy beings, they yeah. wouldn't really need to, like, sustain themselves through, like, food like humans would need to, because mm-hmm. they're kind of just, like, a magic existence. Yeah, but he's the outcast because he's, like, science! That's cool! Yeah, exactly. So he would just be, like, experimenting with, with how herbs function. Yeah, and grinding them up, and people are like, you can't do that to plants. Right. That's my brother. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> It, oh, that is a fucked up angle to be like, oh, no, he was literally, like, grinding up, like, uh, you know, like, dryads and stuff. Yeah. But he's not. You can make it as spicy as you yeah, want. Yeah, make it as spicy as you want. Make it as spiky as you want. Yeah, as spiky as you want. But he's essentially an alchemist in the lower city that you meet here. Yeah. And you could probably run into him earlier if you're, like, looking for potions or, like, reasons to right. refill, like, Maybe it's just, like, points. a general store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just, like, the merchant there. Yeah, but he specializes in alchemy. You get sent there. He's like, oh, I need this special herb from another location. So you yep. can set this, like, giant fetch quest if you want to do it. Yep. Or maybe it's like, oh, I need these mushrooms that glow in the sewer. Time to go back down there to fight for the 80th time. Oh, right, right, You can send him a lot of places. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I like this character. It's a nice chance to revisit an older location, too. Right, right, right. And then you can introduce fast travel to them now. You're like, oh, yeah, now you can use fast travel. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like fast travel in tabletop role-playing games is just like saying you go to a place. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. We're there now. Honestly, the most effective way of traveling in any game. Right, just being like, where do you want to go? Yeah, the okay, library. You go there. Yeah, or you have to spend three days doing survival checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. The city is that big. Yeah, it's fun in certain games, but I mean, I yeah, you, you would never need to do that in a city. Though, I mean, it would be kind of cool to have like a city that's so big that it's like, oh, you have to like, you, you, like going there, you know, nonstop would mean like you have to travel at night and then yeah. you random might get bandit by bandits. Yeah. yeah, bandits, poop wizards, yeah. disgruntled poop wizards. Yeah, they just fling poop at you. Yep, there could be a poop strike. There could be a poop strike. Okay. Yeah. There could be a. There. There could be like. They're maybe they're so disgruntled with how the system is set up and the sewage, and they're like, we're not yep. getting paid enough. Unionizing. Yeah. And now there's a bunch of poop in the lower city, and this leads to like higher infections. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Because like, I my assumption is like the way it's set up is like they're poop wizards for the whole city. So yes. the city yes. poop all comes down. Exactly. To exactly. The, there's a lot of poop in this one. Yeah, um, yeah. And the lower city, so there's a bunch of wizards there that disintegrate, but there's like they're not getting paid fairly, and they don't feel and like because of the recent attack, right? They, and the festival, they felt like they now are not getting, they probably aren't getting any money or help. Right, right. Yeah. Now that their lives are actually in danger, it, it it's like very clear that nobody actually values them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I actually like that, and it doesn't even have to be poop, which is the great thing because you can kind of make them like any sort of. Like, low-level, janitorial slash, yeah. like, grunt work kind of magic. Yeah, and if we really want to go back to, like, the previous encounter with, like, the egg shrimp, it's like, oh, every time he goes through, like, a certain amount of clocks, he floods a different level of the city, and it right, maybe starts okay. with the lower level, and that yeah, lower level yeah, always yeah. gets flooded. And, and they're, they're like, like, who is responsible for probably cleaning that up or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And they're yeah, just, okay. they've been left behind, they had to clean it, and they had to fix it, and they're not really getting compensated, and they right. still live in, like, this terrible situation. Yep. yep. So they've unionized and started to strike, and I have no idea how that's going to resolve, but maybe that's something that happens. Yeah, no, I do, I do like that, and it would be interesting, because you could have that happen before the encounter with Eggman. Yeah. And then it would kind of be like, oh, we helped those guys. Yeah. And then now they can, like, maybe show up and, I don't know, like, you know, uh, plumb the magic jewel, the magic emerald, the water emerald. Oh, okay. They can and then, assist with you that. know, like roll clocks back or something. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. However you want them to help you out in your in your fight. Yeah, you can meet like a union leader. Right. Or, you know, yeah, just like, yeah, the leader of the strike there. Aren't you know. they the union leader or no? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not the union representative, but like a guy who is like a figurehead in the actual community who does the actual work. Oh, okay. okay. And then it's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll do you a solid because you helped me out. I always thought that was the guy who is the strike. Isn't the union... I actually super don't know. Isn't I... the union leader like a union representative? We'll just call him the strike leader. Yeah, okay, just call him... Yeah, yeah strike, strike leader, leader yeah, alpha. Yeah. Strike leader red. But what he's doing is actually just making poop go away. Yeah, well, I mean, he makes poop go away, but he's also fighting for the rights of his fellow yeah, janitorial people. True. So yeah. he's pretty cool. So you'll probably meet him... In the lower city, in the earlier parts of Magic Kingdom, you're like, oh, he's just around. He's just like right. kind of talking up. He maybe he's on a soapbox, like 
screaming to the masses like we need better rights for right. protection like our jobs are dangerous and it requires effort to keep us alive yep. and we need more food and well-beings and treatment down here there's no cops at all <laughs> yeah right right yeah we can't even call the cops yeah we can't even call the cops so then and then they're like, okay, during the wedding event, they're there striking at the wedding. They're like, oh. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you do them a solid earlier on, or maybe you meet up with them, they might be one of the people that join in to be either, the, A, they're captured with the king for some reason. Right. Because maybe they made it into the wedding hall. Actually, you know what? You know what would be a really good encounter for this is to just have them at the, like, inn slash bar tavern. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then you, like, so if your characters are like, oh, yeah, I want to go there, then it's like, okay, you see, like, a sort of, like disgruntled like tired looking middle-aged guy mm-hmm. sitting at the bar and then it's like if you talk to him then he'll describe like the plight of the poop wizards yeah and then if you kind of like befriend him there maybe there's a side quest maybe he just shows up at the fight and then you're like oh you know what mm-hmm. that's a cool guy who respects unions yeah i wonder what his name will be his name will be um all right jack from union jack even yeah. though that's a reference to the confederacy oh really <laughs> yeah the flag is called the union jack okay uh jack um, and what's the opposite of the Confederacy? The Union? Oh, wait. Jack Ion? Is that how that works? Am I stupid? Yeah, I guess so. It would just be Jack. <laughs> so funny because it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, what's a cool name that we can arrive that is adjacent to him being a Union leader? Jack uh, Union. Jack Union? Jack <laughs> because Neon? it's the opposite of the Confederacy. <laughs> uh, Jack Neon? Jack Lincoln? Okay. Jack Jack Lincoln? Yeah. Jack Park. Jack Park. Let's let's have some Asian representation. Okay, okay. Also because Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park? Oh, yeah. I like that. Okay, so Jack he's, Park. Jack Park, he's like an Asian guy. Yeah. He's very jacked. Sure, sure. I feel like he should be jacked. Are there too many jacked NPCs? God, yeah, there's like a two, whole village. Two of our like five NPCs are jacked right <laughs> the now. The entire Yumiko region is jacked. They're all, also, they're also, yeah, <laughs> okay. young men. So uh, he'll be the opposite. Well, it feels bad to make the Asian guy not jacked. No, he, he'll be like... um. You know, like dad jacked, where it's oh. just like, oh, I do a lot of work around oh, he's outside like, yeah, landscaping. Yeah, yeah. But he like also like has like that gut because it's like all like strength training, right? So right, it's not right. like bodybuilding jacked. It's like yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, I yeah, do yeah. like actual like muscle man, right, right, right. It's like um, practical muscle. Yeah, practical muscle. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I like that. So he's just this guy like with overalls, white t-shirt, um, blue collar sort of dude. Right. Um, and he's kind of like overseeing the union, looking for better rights, like healthcare, um, protection yep. for the people, safer yep. work environments, your classics, no AIs overtaking their jobs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't have algorithmic poop disintegration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because of that, he's at the, he's just at the end talking about it. And then you can confront him about this. Is there, a, yeah, I feel like there, there should be like some cool way to kind of do him a favor. Maybe even just like give him money. Um, you can give him money, but maybe you can help him get into like a certain area to do a strike, or maybe one of his guys has gotten hurt and he's trying to get him out of there. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it can be an earlier like invest, like maybe it's like a sewer monster that you have to fight and you have to clear out the sewer. You know what would be kind of cool? Yeah, is we could do a sort of like you learn that his, you know, one of maybe like the key people to the negotiations is being held in like a secret prison. Oh. And then when you go through the sewer dungeon, you find him there. Oh, okay. And you yeah. free him and you're like, okay, get out of here. Oh, I like that. Okay. We're doing some hero stuff. And oh. then it's like, oh, you know, we, you see him at the encounter and you're like, oh, okay, that guy did me a solid. Like he's the guy that freed me. Oh yeah. yeah. At, like at the strike. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then so it's like, okay. Yeah. Like maybe. And that'll be like what kind of pulls the sort of like, so is he captured? Like, did someone t- capture him in the sewer, or did he just get stuck there on accident? I feel like it would be kind of cool to make him, like, a political prisoner, and then because the sewers are like, oh, this is actually, like, ancient path pathings that the royalty used mm-hmm. to escape in times of, you know, in desperate times, it would be kind of cool if it was also just, like, a, you know, like, secret political prison. Okay, so I think... In this scenario, I would like it not to be like the kings and them imprisoning the political people. It's just Josh Greenroad doing it. Sure. Oh, okay. That sure, way, sure, it's sure, just sure. like, oh yeah, he's trying to cause turmoil and keeping people low. Oh and no. Also, yeah, yeah. That's clean. Yeah, that's clean. So that's probably him doing all this stuff. So it like it kind of adds all the villains to one point. Yeah, and you don't have to like mess with the fact that there is like a whole secret prison. Underground. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I think it just makes life cleaner. You for know? sure. For sure. You know. 
keep the poop clean. Um, you gotta you gotta disintegrate the poop. Okay, so we got like a fun. You gotta sh- do the pee. All right, so we got an in encounter with the strike and the union leaders, etc. We got a fun library adventure. We got a bakery. Right. We got, got an alchemist thing going on with the telecommunications that exists here now. Um, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Um, I was like, I was so fully fixated on just like how we ended up on a really cool character for the alchemist that I was like, why? Oh, right. We had a really stupid idea. Yeah, Dorian. Yeah, <laughs> a Dor- really dumb idea about a call center. Yeah, about a call center that still exists here. Um, and then if you re- reestablish the call center... I think it allows like better communication with the city and it like can grow faster and like reestablish itself. Yeah. Did I, did I say this? I was going to say like, I kind of love the idea that, um, the campaign has a sort of side game where it's basically like a city builder. Yeah. And then you kind of like, you can do like sort of meta side quests and then like have little projects to like rebuild certain parts of the city or like you know re- reinforce certain parts yeah i think it'd be fun to let players like recheck in with like oh how's the magic kingdom doing every once in a while right. how's yimica doing once in a while and like how's during the water long down times yeah yeah and they're like oh yeah this place like you get an update you get a you get a little message because you reestablished telecommunications right like, yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah we're doing great the walls are back up yeah um and then at the end it depending on how many groups you reestablish, they may be able to join you on your assault on like the metal city or something oh sure 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 yeah i yeah. think um because it'd also be really cool to basically have it like, I like how thematically it would be, like, the Magic Kingdom is basically, like, the only part of civilization that humans exist in. Yeah. And then it also kind of becomes your base of operations. Mm-hmm. So, like, for downtime activities, you would be like, oh, I want to, like, rebuild the smithy or something. Yeah. And then so, like, crafting gets easier or I get some kind of bonuses or whatever yep. you want to figure out for that. Yeah, you can you can add bonus a plus one to your weapons or something weird like that. Yeah, yeah, because I I know there's like a bunch of downtime activities mm-hmm. that you can do. So like these are your yeah. opportunities to do it, and it like wanna... makes it like a game with a side quest. To right, it. and then so you can kind of like have your players invested in certain little like storylines if you if you find that. Yeah, it makes it more gamey for sure, and definitely makes it very fun for your players. Um, and it gives them opportunities to role play too if they want to like yep. speak yep. and develop certain areas. Indeed, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Those are some fun city things. Is there anything else you want to add into this fun little city that we built for the Magic Kingdom? I want to say we should design something for the smithy, but, like... Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm feeling super inspired. I'm honestly, like... I'm feeling a lot more, I guess, like, inspired by the fact that, like, we have found kind of cool avenues to mm-hmm. depict what, like, a fully reliant on Magic City would be like. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I, sure, there's a smithy. I don't know if, like, if it's a Magic Smithy... Maybe it's not a magic smithy. Maybe he works at the Adventurers Guild. I don't know. Maybe you just meet a very powerful magician, like a high level, like aristocrat. Because like, mm-hmm. like they have magic power, so like, sure. they're like, oh yeah, I imbue things for people, but I'm rich mm. and snooty, and maybe you have to teach him the errors of his ways. Oh, you know what? I do like that. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you meet basically like an arcanist. Yes. And he like doesn't understand the concept of like making magic weapons magical because yeah. he's like that's not what I use my magic for. I'm an artist, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't just make me work on a sword. He's like, what? I just I just cast spells to make like fruit look really nice. Yeah, but you're meaning I can make your sword look even nicer? He's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's it, crazy. You have to conv- yeah. So the the plot line is for this side quest is you have to convince him that you can make weapons beautiful and he has to beautify your weapons. Okay, so the the classic JRPG storyline for the side character in this in this situation would be like uh he resents his dad because he thought that he, his dad never loved him and yeah. his dad was super into swords. Yeah. And so he was just like I'm never going to use my magic to enchant a sword ever. Right. And then you have to, like, help him rediscover, rekindle the father-son relationship. He, he finds I mean, his no, father... No, no, the dad would be dead. Yeah, the dad would be dead. dad he finds that father's away. sword that's possessed by the dad. And it was, like, you know, inscribed. His name is... His son's name is inscribed on the sword or something. Something cheesy like that. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... Oh, no, he finds out... He finds a journal about how, like, the dad was only so into enchanting swords because he wanted to protect his son. Yes, yeah, there you go. And that, yeah. But he also never had time for him because of that. Yeah, and then when you do meet the dad, it's an encounter with, like, a ghost wielding the sword for some reason. Oh, and he's defending his... It's keep. a cursed sword. Yeah, because he, his dad, while still, like, loving his son, still wants to keep his, like, right. manly image of himself. No, so yeah. he's hiding all of his emotions. So he's like, I don't want you to read my personal thoughts. No, the classic anime thing again here is... He the he, the dad is like tethered to the earth because he wants to protect his son. Mm-hmm. So you have to prove to him that you're able to protect him in his stead, and then he can. Oh, okay. Leave. This Does that mean we have to marry his son? We might have to marry his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you might have to romance his son. Mm. Yeah, or it's just like oh, he's 
he needs to be able to protect the world with his gift, which essentially is telling him to become an cool. arms dealer. That's but okay, cool. yeah, 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 that's yeah. beautiful in a way. Yeah, but you you need to learn. Yeah, maybe the son needs to learn how to create weapons that can cr- protect people and not create weapons to harm. Yep, I mean that's another great trope. Yeah, something like that. But, that's, that's I, but yeah, that one is like a little out of left field because yeah. it's like, no, I resent my father. Yeah. Oh, but also, I, yeah, like, I need to learn that it's, like, a great responsibility. I think it would be funny to just make this, like, just so tropey. Yeah, make it and, real like, tropey. A- along every step of the way, he's just, like, learning a new lesson about <laughs> something sort of adjacent to like, his dad. He's like, what lesson was I supposed to learn here? And then the the party can vote on what lesson he learns. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, first I have to learn to accept my dad's love, even though it was misunderstood, but yeah. we're still family. And then also I have to learn that with great power comes great responsibility, responsibility. But then also I need to learn that I have to be willing to take responsibility for something that is put onto me because it's for the greater <laughs> good. And then also I need to actually forgive my dad. Yes. And also weapons can protect people, but they oh, use right, correctly. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just like, you just, just write as many tropes as you can. Just shove them into this quest line within like yeah. a one session period like one hour he learns all of these for no reason and I, then you have to present it to your father and whatever that is that's the right one no i i really love the idea that it's a character who is just like oh i see now the reason why i was like not able to see this before is because i didn't realize that i was resentful of my dad Damn. but really i just wish that he spent more time with me <laughs> and you're just like bro what <laughs> wait which one is this now like, we just went to find some swords. What are you talking about? Yeah, and then you get the trope weapon. Oh, the 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 tropador. The tropador. Yes, there you go. And the tropador's weapon. The tropador's yes, weapons. Yes, yes, Okay, and they all have enchantments on them that you can craft. And you, yep. it's your smith that you can do what the fuck you want there. Yep, yep. Right. But first you have to romance the dude. You do have to romance the dude. And He's that's, the, that's the long-term goal. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy that. Have fun playing, role-playing that out. We don't right. do romance, but so that's not I'm, possible. I'm glad I brought the smithy up. I was fully ready to be like, yeah, fuck it. I don't really care about designing it, but that's it ended up pretty cool. It's fun. I think when we have the most fun making these things, which maybe you guys at home do too, or listen at least, right. like to listen to. I don't know. We'll Assuming see. you're still listening at Assuming this point. You're still it's been, it's been a, there's a long run time. Yeah, for sure. Um, But what makes it really fun building the world is when we don't just be like, oh, in this world, because it's a game, it needs a smithy. Right, it's more of like, right. oh, we made this wacky world. What is the equivalent of that? And how do we make right. that, like, how do we shoehorn our stupid idea in here? Yeah, it's it's honestly like, in a way, when you are less committed to the idea, it does end up kind of like forcing you to draw on like contextual things mm-hmm. to fill it in. And then that's when you're like, oh, you know what? Because we have like such a weird setting. Mm-hmm we really do have ways to like reinterpret common fantasy tropes for sure yeah yeah thanks sonic thanks sonic yep you know what yeah maybe that is the true power of sonic yep just letting us reinterpret the world i mean wow yeah yeah that's powerful that's powerful stuff who knew a hedgehog could wield a sword and kiss a girl (laughs) wow (laughs) that's i mean that really changed how i reinterpret the world for sure right anyways because i can't even kiss a girl or wield a sword honestly (laughs) for that matter uh but that's why we roleplay. Yeah, and that's why you're a hedgehog. All right. That's why I'm a hedgehog. <laughs> Big reveal. Anyways, thank you all for listening to One Shot at Head a Time. Head over to the One Shot at a Time Instagram to see photos of me. <laughs> as a hedgehog? I am a hedgehog. Not as a hedgehog, just photos of me because I'm a hedgehog. Oh, you are a hedgehog. Yeah, right. yeah. He's very cute. He has a very loud projecting voice. I am spiky, though. Yeah, he is spiky. It's actually why I re- relate so much to the Alchemist character. Yeah. Because we're both spiky. Yeah, he doesn't smell bad, though, luckily. Don't hedgehogs smell pretty bad? Uh, I mean, you don't. I feel like hedgehogs smell pretty... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By hedgehog standards, I don't smell By hedgehog standards, yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Definitely. You smell like... Yep. Durian. Don't... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Close the episode. (laughs) Anyways, thank you all for listening to One Shot at a Time. My name is Daniel, your forever game master. I don't do outros, sorry. As always, thank you all for listening. Please give us a like, comment, subscribe, leave us five stars, email us at oneshotatatimecast at gmail.com, maybe OSATcast in the future. I'll change it one of these days. You gotta days. commit, you gotta commit. Yeah, I gotta you commit. Gotta commit. Right, just commit right now. I'll commit right now. I'm changing it right now. I'm getting yep. on my computer, opening it up. Oh, look, did you see this? Uucon is happening soon in Arizona. Did so, they email you about that? Yeah, they actually did. Okay. Yeah, they told us that we will be at Uucon doing yep. a one-shot panel where we take random prompts and yep. turn them into one-shot adventures. Yep. It'll be super fun. Come check us out. Uh, give us spring suggestions. We make weird stuff. I think we've done one about Baldur's Gate. We've done one about Dead by Daylight. Um, we did do that. 
That was probably one of my favorite. The one at Phoenix Com- Fan Fusion? Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. So we've done two, really. We've done two, yeah. we were trying to say. Yeah, well... And that's two more than zero, so that is that's true. A win. That is infinitely more percent than zero. Yeah. At some point, um, I'll talk about the musical I'm gonna be in in right, the future. Right. I'm in a community theater plug musical. That, plug that. Yeah. I don't. I kind of don't want to, but we'll see. Hey, don't plug that. Don't plug. I won't that. plug it right now. Maybe we'll plug it. We'll see. Um, okay. Plug it. Commit right now. No, I'll, I'll plug that I'm in After an improv you... group. Okay, okay. 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 I'm in neighborhood comedy theater uh, in Mesa. Please come check it out. I will post whenever I'm on shows, probably later on in December. And then post I'm also what? part of the Eels Improv Group at the Bridge, so we'll post about that as well. So come check us out. Okay, post on what though? Uh, my Instagram. Oh, at... your Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is that popping you... off? Yeah, Are no, you? not really. Yeah, yeah. Social media is yeah, just like social media is tough. Yeah. But uh, I'll post about it eventually somewhere. Um, I really love this energy of me just kind of like being in a, like a listener and then just like commenting in a really dreary tone while you like are trying to bring the energy up as much as you can. It's pretty real though. It's, it's oh, probably yeah. what like Josh is doing to me right now. Okay, yeah. Like when he responds back in sure. like the Discord chat after like uh, three yeah. weeks later when that episode comes out. Oh, you guys are on Discord? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. We're all on Discord, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. That's good. Up. All right. The energy is getting too low, so I can't do much about it. So Discord doing better than Instagram for you? <laughs> yes, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah figures. All right. Thank you all for like listening. Because only your friends are on Discord, right? Jesus so it's like. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.